Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. On this episode of This League, I'm going to actually do the thing that nobody would ever expect me to do, which is this. I'm going to defend Ben Simmons. Yes, baby. Today, I am going to defend Ben Simmons. That's right. This is the Ben Simmons appreciation and the Sixers shit on show. Time to shock the world, Marty. Let's drop the beat. I think a lot of time, a lot of time, an inordinate amount of time thinking about Ben Simmons. It's not an obsession per se, but it's something. I don't know. He's an interesting (laughs) character and I spend way too much time on him. It always moves the needle, though. Uh, And as more news comes out, my final verdict is now this. It's really time to point out the blame. For who really deserves it, right? Who is really at fault? Is Ben at fault for going MIA every single summer and not improving his jump shot? Yeah, of course. We've been talking about that. But the truth is this. The erosion of Ben Simmons is as much, if not more, Philadelphia's fault than it is Ben Simmons. And Ben Simmons has come to this conclusion as well. The news is now this. Have you seen it, Marty? The Jason Dumas, a Sixers reporter, says... Oh, my God, it's damning. It's damning. (laughs) Quote, Ben Simmons has cut off communication with basically everyone in the entire Sixers organization. Every single bit of communication is going through Rich Paul. Joel Embiid has reached out to Ben several times since the end of the season, and he hasn't returned the franchise players' calls at all. He doesn't want to return to the Sixers. Damage has been done. Yeah, the ignoring phone calls is, uh, that's tough. Nail in the coffin. No shit, the damage has been done. I mean, you had, what, Doc Rivers? Bus tossing Ben Simmons after that Game 7 loss. You had Joel Embiid bus tossing Ben Simmons after that loss. You had Sixers fans being like, this guy fucking is trash. We should have never had him. I mean, it was a full Philadelphia mutiny. And you are curious as to why Ben Simmons might not want to return anyone's calls. Because now they're scrambling. Now they realize things aren't as easy to execute as they thought. 
I don't know, because you guys fucking bus tossed him. And now he's like, fuck you guys. This is not salvageable. He really was treated about as poorly as like any like star caliber. I mean, we can like have that debate, but like any like star caliber type player really has been in the last like 20 years by his own team. Like it's nuts and fans. It was it was I mean, my it was it was like a, a shining moment for me. Sure. But also like just terrible. If I was Ben in Ben's camp, I'd be like, man, this is fucking awful. Like, seriously, like, what did Philly do to him physically, <laughs> mentally, emotionally, spiritually? Like, he's completely broken. Like, honest to God, Ben Simmons is a completely different player than he was when he entered this organization, this association, right? Let's go back to the 26, 2016. 20-year-old Ben Simmons takes Las Vegas by storm. You watch those YouTube clips and it's like another person. Like you should watch the full video on YouTube. Like, cause it's, it's stunning. I mean, like, I, I watched him at LSU yeah. <laughs> every game. Yeah. Like his mid range was there. Like he has a step back. Like he can go coast to coast. He can do so many more things then at 20 than he can do right now. He's aggressive in those moments. He's confident in those moments. And now Google him against. The Atlanta Hawks, Game 7, Eastern Conference Semifinals, tentative, completely broken, doesn't even want to be involved in the place, passes up an open layup, an open dunk, rather. And to me, that is now, after much Ben Simmons thought, the culmination of many years of Philadelphia just breaking him. The mistakes of the organization, how they use him, the fans, expectations. So let's recap. 2016. Questions about Ben Simmons' character dominate the lead up to the draft. Brett Brown coached Ben Simmons for Team Australia, and he convinces Sam Hinkie to take him number one. I think it's a good pick. Yeah. It's a good pick. He looks great at Summer League. Despite not shooting amazing, he at least shot a bit. Then he rolls his ankle in the Sixers' final scrimmage and suffers a fracture of the bone on his right foot. Yeah. Although, this is where it gets interesting. It was supposed to be a three to four month recovery, and the Sixers decided to shut him down for the entire fucking year. Sus. Yeah, I mean, they were still in full tank mode. Yeah, for sure. Full tank mode. Not great for the boys' confidence. Yeah, and it was coming off, uh, uh, that was, I think, like Embiid's first season where he played. Yes. So, yeah. I mean, it was like back-to-back mistakes. Yeah. (laughs) 2017, 2018, first year in the NBA, he wins Rookie of the Year. Lots of dispute on that. Highly contested. 16, 8, and 8. Took over 12 shots a game. 12 triple doubles. His stats actually improve in the playoffs. Doesn't obviously have a three-point shot. Still 60% free throw shooter, a little less. Sixers vow to work with him on this shot. Never happens. 2018, 2019, best year in the NBA. He has an all-star... All-star selection, no three-pointers, of of course. Free throw shot improves. Whispers about his work ethic began to filter out. Also a Sixers issue, in my opinion. They can't have things. Just shut it down. Shut down these little rumors. (laughs) 2019-2020, Brent Simmons regresses on offense, becomes a defensive star, decides to go full defense mode, no offense mode. You can't get me in trouble if I just only do one thing, and that's to be elite on one side of the floor. Season begins with handing Ben, despite Ben saying, listen, at this point, I think I'm good. I'm not going to, he says on a podium, this is crazy. I am not interested in getting better at shooting a jumper. 
I'm not going to do that. Like, I'm going to focus on the things that I do well and not the things that I do poorly. Stunning. Sixers decide at that moment to give him five years, I want to say $170 million, $190 million. Sounds, somewhere about, in sounds there. about right. All right. Shooting is an issue. ESPN then runs an article midseason entitled, Ben Simmons isn't here for your three-point shooting revelation revolution, in which Brown famously said, I'm spacing him to give him a chance. I'm not burying him under the backboard. I've got to participate. Brett Brown does not hold Ben Simmons accountable for not shooting. 2020-2021 year, bubble year. Jack McMullen drops a huge piece, the, the piece on Ben Simmons and his shooting problems. And with the whole quote, Ben Simmons, here's the talk. But his process is not an experiment. Also, Sixers PR, what are you fucking doing? Again, like, protect this man. It's like a combination between not protecting him enough and then his camp coddling him completely. Things start to erode. In that piece, Brett Brown is quoted as saying, after Simmons hit a rare three, that he expected Ben Simmons to shoot a minimum of one three-pointer a game. And you can pass that along to his agent, his family, and his friends. That was the quote. Did not happen. Ben shot six three-pointers all year. Then an injury kept him on the sidelines after they get swept in the first round. Sixers front office claims, everything's fine. We're all good. Everything's good. Ben Simmons is a star. We love him. He's part of our long-term plans. He's our guy. And then they they decide to shop him to try to get (laughs) James Harden. So he is a part of the James Harden deal that eroded only... Let's be clear. It only eroded because Houston decided for it to erode. They gave him, they were going to give him the farm. Maxi, Thibault, four first round picks, Ben Simmons. And Houston was so petty that they said no. But but believe that Ben Simmons would have been gone. Gone, gone on a team that ended up getting the number two pick in the draft. He would have been a, on a fucking clunker of a squad. Okay. So <laughs> 2020, 2021 year, just a disaster. Regression on all fronts. Mr. Balloon Hands is born. Just months and months of me hammering him, saying he's fucking trash. Shots in total down 20% from his rookie year. Everything is now five feet from the basket. Free throws are awful. They regress all year until the playoffs where he infamously shoots 34% from the line, does not take a single shot in the fourth quarter of all final four games of a seven-game series lost to the Hawks. And afterwards, as I said, Doc Rivers, Embiid, This guy's fucking trash. Get him out of here. We hate him. We hate him. We hate him. Get him out. Is he the is he the point guard of a championship roster? And Doc Rivers famously says, ah, I'm asking me later. Yeah. (laughs) Spam. And B says, yeah, this is the turning point when when our guy turned down someone. I forget who it was. Turned down an open dunk. Wink, wink. Ben Simmons. That's bad. And now we are here at the present moment when things are unsalvageable, where now we are seeing Ben being shopped to all 29 other teams in some form or fashion and trying to get a Harden-like package for him when he was part of the original Harden package. Right, right. <laughs> you are a piece of the Harden package, and now you think he's worth? You were the engine of a deal, and now you think you're the entire car, like after you do all those things. <laughs> like that was at your somewhat of your peak-ish at the beginning of last season. 
and you're not. It was like right after his All Star, right? Yeah, it, 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 probably not the exact peak, but close. Not yeah. like rookie year peak when like all of the future is in his hands, right? But he was in a good spot. Yeah. He's in a much worse spot now. Oh, then considerably then, right? And they think that they can get more for him. All the while, speaking out of both sides of their mouth, saying that actually we still want Ben Simmons. He's part of our future. Daryl Morey, we love Ben. We're planning on keeping. We're not in, ro- in no rush to trade him, even though they're actively shopping him, right? We would love to have Ben back. Ben is having zero of this bullshit. Morey had to be so pissed when he saw those Embiid and Doc Rivers quotes. He had to be so he pissed. He was like, what the fuck are you guys like- doing? How are you guys going <laughs> to do me like that? We need to keep a brave face. In order to get rid of this fucking garbage motherfucker, we have to say he's our guy. We love him. Never say a negative word. What are you fucking doing? Now I can't move him. And now he's nothing. He knows this team doesn't love him. He knows this team and this fan base fucking hates his guts. Like there may be no more hated athlete right now in Philadelphia than Ben Simmons. And they can't get rid of him. He's just there. And he's just not accepting their calls. He's just (laughs) probably going to hold out until a deal gets done. I do not see him in a Sixers uniform ever again. An NBA holdout. Let's go. I am here for the Ben Simmons holdout. And you (laughs) know what? It's on the Sixers. All of the blood is on your hands. Truly. And as time has gone on, when you look at that summer league tape and you look at him now. I mean, he was that guy and now he's not. He's been with your team this whole time. What have you done to him? What have you done? And if you care about him, get him out for as little as, I mean, just whatever you can do. Just get him out. Prediction time. If the Sixers don't trade Ben Simmons this offseason, he will hold out a wall until a deal gets done to send him probably to the Warriors, which is where he wants to go. Rich Paul will make sure of that. (laughs) That's all the time that we have for the This League podcast. We're going to be doing more TikTok lives all this week. I'm taking a slight hiatus. I don't know when I'll be back. Probably Wednesday or Thursday. Make sure you check social for a schedule of what we're doing. Follow us at at this league at TikTok on social media platforms. And please subscribe, rate, and review on Apple, Spotify, and YouTube. We have This League hoodies on sale at the Barstool Store. Thank you for listening. Definitely check the feed more every day for content.
gotta risk it just to get a biscuit, biscuit. How many licks does it take to lick it? She wanna lick a trapper, but she already done licked the rapper. Oh my, oh my, so fly, so fly. Three six mafia, I stay fly, I stay fly. Quali just to get by. I want it all, not a piece of the pie. Everybody eats, everybody, and we keep all of the receipts. We ain't good, we living good. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives we're consumed by all the what if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun if you're like us then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass or play call each week on alternate routes we'll take a flashpoint in sports break down what actually happened then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused follow alternate routes on the wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts you can listen early and ad free right now by joining wondery plus 